0: Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hello and welcome to today's show. Uh, Today I'm going to be talking all about how to rewire resistance and how to find out if you even are in resistance and what that might show up and look like for you, okay? So I am reading the most incredible book right now. It is called Rewire for Wealth. It's by Barbara Hewson and I highly recommend it. Um, She, in it, talks a lot. Her focus is all about wealth and um, your relationship with money, but the principles can be uh, applied to your body as well. And in one of her chapters, she talks about when you find yourself in resistance. She's actually got 13 ways that show up for people that can clue you in that you're feeling some resistance. And I thought that today I would share three of the 13 that she talks about in the whole book. And these ones are the main ones that I see showing up for the kind of people that I work with, my amazing ladies and moms that have um, physical symptoms and especially chronic fatigue, okay? So I'm gonna tell you about the three and then we're gonna talk about how to rewire them. So the first one is if you find yourself fogging up or spacing out. And this can be in resistance to anything that's happening in your life. It could be in resistance to a relationship that you're having with someone. It could be in resistance to um, a goal that you have um, where you want to move forward, but you just feel like the brain fog is really hitting you. Brain fog is a common symptom and common thing that people that experience chronic fatigue end up having so and i know it's something that that happens to me and has happened to me a lot in the past as well Um, i remember there was one time when i was (laughs) actually we were still living in florida i was on the kidney transplant list i was getting all of the kids ready for church and my husband was already at church it was, we had 9 a.m. church and I just felt so terrible in my body. And I remember like pointing to <laughs> the fridge in the kitchen and just being like, get the things out of that big white thing over there. And the kids are like, what is she talking about? And in my brain though, in that moment, like I just couldn't remember the word for fridge. And these used to happen to me all the time and it does occasionally happen to me um it's just not as big of a deal now that i know that it's cluing me into something um so the brain fog fogging up or spacing out where you feel like oh like i don't really know what to do next so just kind of taking a break from what's happening in the present moment especially for you mamas out there like when kids are really busy and like The house is a mess and who knows what we're gonna eat next and there's another disaster to clean up or appointments and get kids getting ready for sleep or whatever it is and it's just like all you want to do is just space out and just separate out from what is going on out there because it's drastically different than what's happening inside so that those two components that fogging out uh, fogging up or spacing out that can show you that you are in resistance to the present moment, okay? The second way that you can determine if you are in a resistant state in your body is if you are feeling paralyzed or feeling low energy. This feeling paralyzed is a, is a function of the freeze response. And so that can show you, okay, whatever's happening right now, I am not okay with it. I'm not in an allowing state of it right now. So just feels like the energy gets sucked or you just can't move forward. I've talked about this before when when I um, have felt this in, in the past. And like I said, still sometimes I feel this, just not as frequently anymore. And I know what to do. Um, I would say like it just feels like walking through sludge, like every movement that I take is just so effortful and is just so hard to move forward that's a freeze that feeling paralyzed or feeling low energy that's a a cue to you that's like oh I'm in resistance that's what's happening because your brain wants to go to oh it's something I ate it's something that um there's something wrong with my body. There's something going on with my body that like like physically, like maybe there's an illness or I need a diagnosis or something. But really in that moment and go to the doctor, doctors will give you the diagnosis that you need. Like I am not a doctor. I've never professed to be one. Um, you go to the doctor to find out if there's something going on. But if you're just experiencing this sudden feeling paralyzed or this sudden suck of energy and you go back and kind of look and see what was going on emotionally beforehand and you can kind of connect it that's when you know oh that was me being in resistance that was my body feeling threatened going into survival state going into this preservation mode and freeze was what my body thought it needed to do in order to create safety okay so third thing that you can check to see is this like the litmus test of am I in resistance is if you are finding reasons not to act it's like there is the possibility to do the thing that you want to next but instead you're finding all of these obstacles in the way and just staying there again None of these things is wrong to have the brain fog spacing out, feeling paralyzed, low energy, or finding reasons not to act. They're not morally right or wrong. Like being in one state is not better than another, but it can show you these things when they're showing up in my body in my life. It just simply means I'm in resistance right now. Doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. Doesn't mean that I'm doing anything wrong. It just means that my body is reacting to with resistance and not accepting the present moment and the present circumstances and the present situation for what it is. Sometimes we don't want to accept the present circumstances and the present moment, and you don't have to. There's been times when I'm like, no, I actually want to be really mad about this, and I am in that resistance. Just own it. So, and instead of being in resistance and thinking that it means that something's gone wrong with your body, recognize this is your body's way of taking care of you. By going into this fog, fogging up, spaced out mindset, I, I mean, body state, your, your body is trying to protect you from what it sees as a perceived danger. Your body is trying to help you out. So, okay, so we've talked about if you find yourself in resistance, these might be three common things. Like I said, uh, Barbara Hewson in her book, Rewire for Wealth, has 13 of them. So if you want to know more about that, you can check out her book. Amazing. Um, I want to talk to you about what to do. So how do you rewire that resistance? If you find yourself in there, what should you do? So if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see behind me, I have these Um, this four-step process that that Barbara talks about in the book of what to do when you find yourself in resistance. So if you find yourself um, with the brain fog, feeling low energy, finding reasons not to act, not to move forward, this is what you can do in that moment, okay? And especially if you experience chronic fatigue, there's a high likelihood that you experience chronic pain as well. So if you're feeling pain or fatigue in that moment, that chronic pain, This can help too in that moment, okay? This is how you rewire what is happening in your body. So the first one is that you want to honor the resistance by exploring it. So the way that you do that is to start asking yourself some really um, just curious, open-ended questions and without judgment. Like there's only two rules, to be super honest and let go of judgment. Like that's it. So as you're honoring this resistance by exploration, whether it is a symptom, um, pain, fatigue, whatever's going on, ask yourself in that moment when you're ready, it's like, what am I afraid of in this moment? What is it that I'm afraid of? Why am I afraid of it? What belief is my resistance reflecting? Okay. So I will give you an example, um, chronic pain in my hip when I would run started when I was 14 years old, um, during cross country practice, wasn't even doing, I was, I was running, but wasn't doing anything that was like, would have caused me to have an injury. And I went and got it checked out and doctors were like, there's nothing here. I don't know why you're feeling pain for 25 years, guys. So when I actually did this work around chronic pain and then around chronic fatigue, um, I looked and I was like, what is the belief? that this resistance is reflecting because I was having a sensation in my hip and then I was having a nervous system response to it. So then my brain was like, this sensation is very dangerous. And my brain responded with pain. If you wanna know more about that, um, you can check out some of my other episodes. And then also the um, the book by Alan Corden, The Way Out, he talks about um, how we have been looking at chronic pain totally backwards. So, okay. So the belief for me in that moment was, you know, cross-country is is, is a team sport. And whenever we would run, I was always, (laughs) not always, even my brain wants to tell me now, always the last one to cross the finish line in any of the meets. Sometimes there was one or two people behind me. So not always, but generally I was one of the last ones. And so then, and so as i was running in one of the um one of our practices and my hip started to hurt it was just like oh i'm like afraid of people judging me i'm afraid of people thinking oh she's not very good cuz she's not very fast and like why was that so important to me because i've been told my whole life like from you know All of the societal expectations, societal pressures have been told my whole life. Like, you have to be the best. Like, if you're not the best, like, first is the best. And, like, second is, like, you lost to first. So I was afraid of what it meant about my worth and my value if I was consistently last or close to last. And the belief that in that resistance reflecting, it was just like, I am unworthy if I'm not winning all the time because there was lots of things that I did do really well and I would get really close to being a winner if not the winner and so this weakness it made it really dangerous in my brain because I'm like people are going to judge me and I might be kicked out of the tribe. That's one of our survival things: is we want to be in community, we want to belong. And I was like, this is a team sport. I'm taking everybody's scores down because I like things are averaged or whatever. I don't remember how the scoring was, but I was like, I'm not contributing. Like they're not gonna like me. And it was it was very scary to my 14 year old self. And my body remember that pattern. Okay, so what decisions do I make based on that belief? That's another question you can ask. And like. I made the decision to stop running and to not put myself in places where I could potentially be judged as less than or less worthy. And then what is the payoff for staying where I'm at is another question to ask. And I'm like, well, the payoff was like where I was at was like, I just I didn't have to question I'd, like I could stay where I was at. It was didn't feel good, but it was comfortable. I didn't have to look at those painful um, beliefs that I had adopted, at those decisions that I'd made when I was a fourteen-year-old. That was probably based on decisions I made when I was like a three-year-old. So when I started to honor the resistance by expiration, it, it started to bring up those things. So that brings us to the second piece of what to do to rewire the resistance, which is to pinpoint the conflict by reflecting on the past. Okay. So the conflict, I I already alluded it to a little bit by answering those questions. The conflict was um, I wanted to be seen as as a worthwhile contributor, as one of the best ones. And if I wasn't, then I made it seem made, made it mean that my worth was decreased that my worth was not as much as other people who could run faster than me I mean it makes sense in an adolescent brain but I'd carried that pattern to my 38 year old self with because I hadn't explored it so what did I do after I had pinpointed the conflict okay and that's just one piece of it. there's lots of pieces of that um of that time that has carried on for, you know, over those 25 years. But once I pinpointed some of the conflict, the third step is to move forward incrementally doing small, doable tasks. So when I was 38, I decided, you know, I asked my body, I'm like, I think I really want to start moving my body a lot more. I want to start doing triathlons again. I haven't done them for a long time. So what I did to move forward incrementally was got a little um, – I'm like I'm pointing to the, for the people on YouTube – got a little under-the-desk treadmill. I started imagining myself running without pain because that was one of the things that my chronic pain coach did with me. It's like, I couldn't even imagine myself running without pain. I hadn't run for months and I envisioned myself running and my hip started hurting. In fact, it's even like a little bit. I can feel it right now just because I'm talking about it. So I would imagine that future where I could do that. And I would just... Check in with my body. Some of the small incremental things to move forward was to take my body's opinion into consideration. Not doing things to prove my worth. Anytime I tried to work out to try to prove my worth and to prove that I, I was amazing, it would escalate my nervous system and I would feel the pain. So instead, I did things to create safety in my body in order to start to move more pain free. Okay. So the fourth thing, also the last piece of rewiring this resistance is to receive support by reaching out. And I did that. I talked to, like, I talked to all of you about that while I was going through that journey over the podcast. And I reached out for support through different coaching programs and looking at like okay what is the result that they have had in rewiring their resistance and rewiring their physical responses okay what can i do in order to um receive support from them Um, i talked to my husband i talked to my sisters i talked to my mom i i created this really um beautiful support and so now i'm able to run and i did i actually did my first triathlon of the season Two days ago, without pain, without this chronic pain. It's so amazing because of this rewiring the resistance, okay? So if you are feeling low energy, you can honor the resistance, that that low energy paralyzed freeze response. Honor it by exploration. Like first, bring yourself to a place where you feel comfort and soothed because your body's feeling like something's dangerous or it wouldn't be in a survival state so start by bringing comfort and soothing to your body and when you're ready then honor it by kind of exploring it like what happened right before i felt this low energy like what what kind why do why am i what am i afraid of why am i afraid of that what's this belief that's reflecting this that my resistance is reflecting so Asking all of those beautiful questions when, not to get out of it, but just to understand it because your nervous system understands the difference between a demand and an invitation. So when you're inviting exploration, then your body's going to start to open up and be like, this is what's going on. I had never had any of those epiphanies before with coaching because I had never even thought that it was possible to explore that without curiosity, with curiosity always explored it with judgment. Okay. So, and then once you've kind of gotten a little bit of like, um, understanding this exploration, especially like when you're feeling low energy is like, look at, okay, what's, what's the conflict that this is reflecting from the past? Like what's going on there? And then move forward incrementally really small doable steps don't try to go from this all or nothing just do one small thing and the 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 easiest way that i love to do this is to ask myself in that moment for this third step moving forward incrementally with small doable steps is what is the next kindest thing that i can do for myself and just move from there and then of course the last one is to receive support by reaching out it is the lie of shame that you are alone, you are the only one experiencing this, and nobody else will have any sympathy for you because you should just be okay and buck up and everything's going to be fine. This is a lie. Shame wants to hide. That is the nature of the natural progression of resisting shame. What shame abhors is sharing your story in the light um Brene Brown does a lot of shame is a shame researcher and has a lot of amazing research and books and she talks about how when you are in a shame storm the way to get out of it is to find a trusted somebody that you can share this story with that you know that they're not going to offer you judgment that they're just going to hold space for your story okay so receive the support It's one thing to reach out, but also receive the support that people are giving to you. Okay, so I hope that you really enjoyed this little thing about learning how resistance might be showing up in your body for you and how to rewire that resistance. If you want to take this work even deeper, I highly recommend scheduling your fatigue recovery call We'll go over all of these things. We will look at the symptoms that are happening in your body and pinpoint what might be going on, what your body has learned to respond to certain thoughts, certain feelings, um, certain nervous system states, and to see if it's possible for you to unlearn those responses and get your energy back. Okay, I will see you on the next show. All right, have an incredible week. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.